What up, fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, Abe soliloquy via his diary about Benjamin Simmons. My recap of Chiefs Ravens, the baby goat takes down Patty Mahomes, and we preview week number four of the NFL. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Rave. He's on all year, every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh, he broke his ankles. What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Sedum, and joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? <clears throat> Jack, you remember a while back um, when I asked you what a day in the life of Jack Settleman was like, sure. and you said that you started every day um, doing a few things, one of which was writing in your diary. Journal. I said to you, journal. sure, call it what you will. It's a diary. Um <laughs> And I said to you, wow, I didn't know you had a diary. And um, believe it or not, I started one. And today was my first day. And diary is a place of vulnerability. But I feel close enough with the Snapback family that I feel that I can share my first diary, <laughs> my first diary post today. And I want to share that with you. Is that okay? Go ahead. Dear diary, I write to you today, not coming from a place of anger malice or depression but from a place of comfort comfort knowing that a certain australian on my favorite parentheses love hate pro basketball team can be so content with being such a fucking unmotivated lackluster spineless human it's genuinely (laughs) impressive and to and to he who shall not be named thank you in the words of the notorious conor mcgregor for absolutely fucking nutting We got rid of Rachel Nichols' side piece and sent him to Miami for you. We signed Tobias, I love you, Tobias, for you. Hell, we genuinely tried to improve your free throw shooting ourselves in the stands at the Wells Fargo Center. But what did we get in return, Jack? Your hand. I got a name drop in the diary? No, I'm kind of just speaking to you. That was an ad lib. But what did we get in return? Your hand up the ass of Adele's boyfriend and doing your best as a puppeteer, telling us you want to break up. Listen, fella, a great relationship is about two things. First, appreciating the similarities. And second, respecting the differences. And when I think about that quote, I realize that we did in fact have a great relationship. I appreciated that we were similar and that we both didn't do jack shit to help our team win in the playoffs. And I respect our differences in that in my mind, I always have the green light when it comes to having the rock in my hand. So my parting words are this to you, Mr. Australian basketball player. There are big ships and there are small ships, but the best ships of all are the ones that bring the city of Philadelphia, a star basketball player with a pair of nuts. Adios and best of luck to your call of duty. KD ratio. Sincerely Abe. And that is, is my first diary post you were a bit quiet before the pod started i was like is he in a bad mood what's going on is he busy is something going on but that makes sense and a little feedback on just diarying diarying um, oh so you admit that you do have a diary and not a journal no 
you that sounds like a note to someone specifically a diary you're looking I think diaries are all personal so it doesn't yeah. really matter you're right you're right you're right i don't want to judge like, your, i just want to write what i want to write and that was on my mind today and i stepped out of my comfort zone and put myself out there to the fam and i shared it and i think that is a mature thing to do and that's just what i wrote in my diary today we appreciate that abe so thank you for that I could totally see what's on your mind uh, flipping into maybe a weekly diary segment. We'll stay tuned in. I think the people who were begging for a podcast, this is the most requested podcast we've had in a long time based off the results of Ravens Chiefs, which we will get to, just came in with a strong start. So before we get to Ravens Chiefs, hypothetically, you're not talking about Patrick Mills the third. Um I, there's just been this guy in the news. He goes by the name of Ben Simmons. I can say the bleep name. Bleep that out. I can say the name. Eagleson, bleep that out. Um, he's been in the news. He, he, So he said he's not going to show up to training camp. He doesn't care about being fined. I don't get why this got re-reported. Have, didn't we know this? Wasn't this a known thing? Or or did something materialistically change? Woj tweeted it. Gotcha. Woj didn't tweet it before then. Gotcha. Okay. So, so everyone waits until Woj tweets. And so now it's official that Ben is essentially killing all leverage from the Sixers. And, and and what the Sixers brass are doing is honestly one of something I can put total respect behind. They're acting like they'd be totally cool if Ben Simmons started the season on the roster, which is one of, if not the funniest things in sports. You're keeping a straight face, but I... I can see deep in the depths of those sorry black eyes of yours that you don't believe that that would be the most optimal situation for Philadelphia. I hope this motherfucker is on the roster for the next four years until his contract is up. But never if plays he does, a, a single But never play plays again. a single second. Play Call of Duty for the next four years in your L.A. mansion, $17 million, whatever it is. I don't give a shit. I don't. I really, really don't. I genuinely do think that it is just a big game of chess between Rich Paul and Daryl Morey. What does Ben Simmons have? (laughs) What does he have going in his favor? He, I almost said he puts the ball in the basket. No, he plays in the NBA, right? It's a player empowerment league. What do the Sixers have working for them? He's 24, 25 years old, is, has all these stats, almost defensive player of the year, two-time all-star, one-time jackass, like all this stuff going for him that they, they're in no rush. I, I, Jack, I'm, I'm being dead ass with you. I, I don't see a rush to deal this guy. I don't. Like there's no, we'll start the season and sure, if you keep him on the roster, say until February, whatever the trade deadline is, we're probably, we're still going to be a top five team in the East. We'll forfeit one or two ways in the standings, but like, we're still going to be a good regular season team. And now Tyrese Maxey can flourish. It's like, you're not, I, I don't care to have to watch him sit out. I, I really don't at this point. It's like, and he if wouldn't if, sit if on he the had, bench. He wouldn't be around the org. He would just like, Jack, there were rumors that the, that he wanted the players on the Sixers, probably Joel, probably Tobias, wanted to talk to Ben and just like talk through this. 
But that petty motherfucker said, I'll talk to them, but they have to come to L.A. Are you kidding me? I mean, I kind of respect that. I know. You know what? Actually, yeah, I do like, respect I, this guy. That's like, nice that he is so strong, but like, like the, the notion that Philadelphia, like I, it's for the one time ever, the entire world is on Philadelphia's side in that this is genuinely the most, this is genuinely the most unprofessional trade ask out that the NBA has ever seen. That, that seems aggressive, but um it's, like it's, it's not it's like it, it's not the last time we saw him play what happened and now the ambulance is coming for me it's like what happened it's not like he has a leg to stand on all we've done is support this guy that he didn't want brett brown we got rid of brett brown he didn't want jimmy butler so he could have the ball in his hands we got jimmy butler he wanted spacing on the floor we went and got seth curry we went and got danny green Everything was right there, Jack. We were the best regular season team last year. We had to win a game seven at home against the Atlanta Hawks to hang a damn banner in our stadium. And the guy didn't shoot the ball in any of the fourth quarters. It's not like we didn't do everything for him. But then a relationship is a two-way street. stabbed him hard in the back. I mean, Doc made comments. Danny Green made comments. Ben or Embiid made comments. Like... I get why it's gotten to this point. Did they did they not have a leg to stand on with sure, those comments? Sure, but you have to understand why we're at this point in time. Now, we're at this point in time. There's no point in revisiting the past. Maybe take another page out of your diary. You can handle that on your own time. Let's look towards the future. Tell the future being, Jack, we are going to have the number one snapback experience in the entire history of snapback sports. He's not going to play. He's not going to play. But when Ben Simmons returns to Philadelphia, I actually think they'll put a, you know how, you know how like stadiums like the Flyers and the Sixers play in the same stadium. I think they'll keep the glass up. Yeah, I do. I do think it'll be the loudest. Philadelphia has booed Donovan McNabb. They have booed. They will for no reason for taking us to four straight (laughs) NFC championships and just throwing up on the field in the Super Bowl. We threw snowballs at Santa Claus. This guy is coming at Philadelphia and just saying how much the city disrespected him, all this stuff. Jack, the reason he won't play won't be like DMP knee rest or whatever. It'll be DMP fear for life. Like that's what his first – it'll be – it might be the highest price ticket in the NBA of the entire (laughs) season, and that includes like Bucks lakers opening – or. Lakers Nets game seven of the finals. Let, let me ask you this though: If hypothetically the Portland GM was just like lost all his brain cells and gave you Dame Lillard for Ben, do you think that would soften the blow? I personally feel like it would. Not that there wouldn't be hate and there wouldn't be distaste, but like that would soften the blow. I see a problem once arising we, once we if it's like we, we get, get CJ McCollum and people are like fuck this guy. But if we get Damian Lillard, I'll say this. Once we do win the championship with Dane and Joel, when we hang that banner, I want to hang the number 25 and retire Ben's jersey too. <laughs> like if Ben asking out is what got us Damian Lillard and brought a championship That's to this fair. city, by all means, give him the key to the city and he should be get a standing ovation. Yeah. But all indications are that won't happen, which is why I'm saying just hold out. Just who cares? The Sixers roster is still good. They're not like like Ben Simmons You're helped us win in the regular season. Yeah, for sure. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> ben Simmons helped us win in the regular season, sure, with his defense. He's a average Jared 
Jared Dudley was right. What, That's what when you know. Oh, wow. Two years ago or three we're years ago, real, we played Brooklyn in the playoffs. Diary. We're going to need an on-air therapist. And beat, them, and beat them in five. Jared Dudley said, Ben's a great player, but when you get him in the half court, he's average. And you saw that in the playoffs. It's like, we'll be fine in the regular season. We might not win 55 games. We might win 50. But it's like, the NBA is so bad you, in the bottom half. You do have half. to factor in, if you don't have Ben, that the Knicks are eligible to beat the Sixers. You do have to because, you know, the track record, Ben's never lost the Knicks. So, you know, there's just some vulnerabilities that I don't know if you're fully prepared for as Ben is the Knicks stopper. Um, the T-Wolves fire their GM, their president, Cat tweets WTF. No one cares about the Timberwolves normally, but they had Ant, number one pick. They have Cat, an impending free agent in the short term. They have interesting player in d and the T-Wolves have engaged in trade talks with the Sixers. What are, what are all these moves? Is there anyone in Minnesota that you would swap them for? All of the talks out of Minnesota so far have been, they think that they can get him without giving up. It, well, obviously it wouldn't be Cat, but they think they can get him without giving up an Ant or a D-Lo. To me, them firing their GM after a week ago, he made this Pat Beverly deal. He signed this. He signed this first round pick. As of today, he was in the he was in the gym developing players, meeting with the player development staff. To me, the final straw was he wasn't willing to do this. Whereas the owners and the new owners coming in think that they should go and get Ben. So if the T Wolves are the, the deal, was? well, I think what that, that I think the move. I think the final straw was they didn't want to give up anything for Ben, and they said screw this guy. It's a new ownership. They want their guys in the office. But if the T-Wolves are the D- are the team, rotten hell in Minneapolis, Ben, first off. Two, you have to make a move that can position you to be able to make another move, which is D-Lo and a slew of picks and pick swaps. Just so that when the next superstar, if Dame becomes available – you still have assets to swing. You still have a Matisse. You still have a Maxi. So that type of deal is more to me like you have to make a deal that will allow you to make another deal in the future. Because D'Lo doesn't put the team over the top is essentially what you're saying. I think that D'Lo makes the team better in the playoffs, but I don't think that D'Lo is putting us with the Bucks or the Nets, no. But – it's it's more so that thing. Have like, you given the conversations and the new information? Have has Ben's stock and trade equity decreased at all for you? Maybe even a little. What do you mean? Like you know, you used to say Ben plus Maxi and picks gets Dame easily. I still I still you think still that. Feel that way. Yeah. Okay. It's just a matter of when Dame finally sees Tony Snell. Cody Zeller play basketball and he realizes what the fuck am I doing yeah. here? But I, I genuinely like, you can't sit here and tell me nobody wants this guy, Jack. I, that's it's like, that's where as time continues, I don't to go think on, like, I, I don't know. Like though. I don't, I and this isn't biased towards the Sixers at all. Cause as far as we know that Ben isn't even on the Sixers. So who cares? Like his ceiling can still be nah, reached. Nah. Really? Dead. Dead. You think he's a perennial Australian Draymond Green? Yes. I think that his ceiling can still be reached. Like, you think he can find a jump shot? 
I don't think he needs to find a jump See, I shot. Disagree. I think there's, that's what holds him back. I think I think he needs to he needs to shoot the ball. Right. But I think I but think the number the one thing He's he needs to do is improve it. a free is improve in free throw shooting. If this guy could shoot seventy something percent from the line, Jack, he'd average twenty four points a, a game. Case, he'd be twenty. Exactly, it's it's a mental thing, and I think part of that is the situation that's played out in Philadelphia and everything, and that a new change of scenery will do it for him. But it's just exhausting with this guy, man. Exhausting. Like I actually started a fucking diary for this guy. <laughs> I wrote down the way Dude, I you felt. You read that out. I thought you were kind of kidding. You're actually diarying about this guy. I took time today, sat down, went back, erased it, edited wow. it legitimately because I had to convey how I felt on a piece or in a notes app. Wow. All right. Well, I don't. They, they did everything for this guy. Everything. Yeah, you did protect him. You made it seem like this guy was good. He's terrible. Anyways, uh, let's move on to more positive light. I feel like the vibe of the podcast, we obviously skipped Monday. So last record was Thursday. It's been about a week. Uh, vibes were very different here. Um, the Ravens were underdogs. They're facing, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Jackson Mahomes. And the Eagles were home. You were going to be there. You're 1-0. Eagleson's 1-0. And in the past seven days, it feels like there's a little flip that all obviously initiated with the Eagles losing at home, uh, having an inept offense and a running back for a quarterback. The Dolphins lost 35, nothing. And then the Ravens took care of Patty M. Did you, you didn't stay up for the game, did you? Mm-hmm. I, I literally watched the, the confetti fall on the Ravens win the Super Bowl. <laughs> the way that they celebrated the other night, Jack, congratulations, hang a banner. As I was able to convince the entire internet, that you got a tattoo on your I kneecap know. of the score. Like that's, that is exactly how much you were boasting about it. Ravens Me? Twitter what was, was I boasting doing? about it. I tweeted it. on to Detroit. All I did, Check all shot. I did, all I did was a 0.0% guarantee, which was, it was, I had this, I, I had the screenshots <laughs> waiting. You had the screenshots waiting, but it was the most screenshot of post in snapback history. <laughs> We had the 0.0% guarantee. I told you all week, don't sleep. Ravens at home with the fans back. And then I said, on to Detroit. Big time win. Great game. Pat Mahomes is the GOAT. The Chiefs are the best team ever. You cannot stop them. You cannot beat them. You can only hope to contain them. And whatever. The Ravens won the game. It was a solid win. And and now we're 1-1, one one, just like the rest of the league. I mean, the way that it was celebrated, it felt like the Ravens won the Super Bowl. But it's time to have a conversation about John Harbaugh. This guy can't call his own plays when the pressure is the highest. It's no, true. It's absolute cap of the week. It deserves an Oscar winning performance. What do you think the video was yes. fabricated of him asking yes. Lamar if you want to? What, yes. Jack? You believe it no, was fabricated? I believe. I promise you. That that was not where the... You decision. think somebody went on Adobe Premiere no, 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 and no. said Lamar... Let me explain. Daniel Stern, two years ago, 2019 Ravens, you know, 14-2, and two, Lamar's MVP season. This kid, Daniel Stern, they started talking about him. Analytics, why do you go for it on fourth down? He is Casey's best friend's camp friend, so we know about him. They start doing the math, and it's like, yeah, any fourth and short on at that point in the game, you should go for it. That's why they went in Seattle. It's why they went... The numbers were determined before the drive even began. Like the thought, I said it before the drive even started. I said, do you go on fourth and one? And 
oddly enough, they end up in a fourth and one. That decision was was headphoned down from Stern and Roman before there was any consideration whether they were going for it. And then Harbaugh just likes to build a little confidence and say, hey, Lamar, you want to go for it? Like, do we really think Lamar is going to be like, no, nah, I think we should punt it back to Mahomes. We, we've played a lot of. Why ask him? If the numbers were because there, why ask him? I do him? think there is something to a little bit of like convincing him it's his decision. It's his time to go get it. It's not like. That didn't, they didn't have, that didn't happen the first time. Like this is the second time it's happened, Jack. It worked. And the decision, I mean, decision was ballsy, but like I said to you, like I said to you, you can talk about Lamar's arm. You can talk about his inaccuracy, his ducks that he throws. The guy's a hell of a coach. The guy's a hell of a coach. Two big calls thus far in his career. I mean, listen, you beat the chiefs, but let me ask you this. You know how hard it is to beat a team twice in this league? Yeah. who? I mean, there's no guarantee we're going to play them. They're a 500 football team, you know. So who knows if we see them again? I Look, I have said, I've genuinely said, I know we can beat the Chiefs at some point. It needs to be a, a really good game. And Yeah, I mean, that's a big – if a, a blind squirrel yeah, can find a nut exactly. every now and, and then. Do I have a lot of confidence we could beat them again? Maybe not. But, yes, I would have preferred to beat the Raiders – lose to the Chiefs, and then we're 0-4 and, and the same narrative. Now it feels like we've kind of cracked the code a little bit. How, how about my Raiders? Uh, yeah, the Raiders. I picked up – I told you, upset of the week, I picked the Raiders over the Steelers. But, yeah, big win. Not as much my Super Bowl, um, but I think it did two things. One, it, it avoided an 0-2 start. That's huge. And now you go to Detroit, and you can get to a good spot in the division at 2-1. Uh, and then second – I mean, to bring back the bingo board, like this kind of is, I tweeted it. It's knocked off every narrative there is about Lamar, except for one thing. There's one thing left. He can't play. Throw exactly. Football. That's it though. The playoff stuff is done. Playing from behind mm. is done. Like we were down 11 in the mm. fourth. Can't beat the chiefs and Mahomes. Can't do, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's now he can't throw. And truthfully, I'm perfectly fine with that one because any Ravens fan knows that's it's just silly. Um, he's actually looked pretty good throwing the football. The what I I, I uh, he, he's looked really good throwing the football. I mean, everything's relative, yeah. So it's like no. Jalen can only regress because he can't be the MVP. Lamar can only go up because he because he was last he in the league in passing yards. But I think he was actually pretty pretty good throwing the football. Uh, over the first two games with time and they had good protection in week two the one the the pick six was just funny more so than his fault Watkins slipped it was bad timing the um the the second interception though was legitimately the worst throw decision and play all wrapped in one of his entire career that was dumb like I have never seen him do that before he was definitely pressing a little. And then after that, he settled in and played just fuck. I mean, the guy is out. I told you this. Pay him. I don't care. I'm done with the Super Bowl stuff. One guy wins the Super Bowl. It's fucking Tom Brady. And the rest of us have to suffer through. You scored 13 points. The Dolphins can't score a point. The, 11. Sorry. 11. The Dolphins can't score a point. Like, our guy is fun to watch. He's electric. Hey, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. We lost to a good football. We lost so, to respect yeah, to those guys. That, we lost to a, a good football win. team. Lamar's a stud. Devontae Adams wants to be a Raven based off his press conference. And things are good in Baltimore.
Yeah, what? he said he watched 25 minutes of Lamar Jackson highlights before their Monday Night Football game. He just wants to be a Raven. Last dance. You don't want to be with Cranky Rogers. You want to be with Lamar Jackson. And by the way, for not being able to throw, Hollywood Brown has put up some pretty nice numbers to start the season. Hey, I said it to you. I was always very much against Hollywood Brown. I said to you, when I saw him week one take the field, had I known he switched yep. to number five, I would have been a lot more bullish on yep. this guy. And he's been a stud. He's still, the number two wide receiver right now in the league. Let's just, I still don't like these single digits. I like him. My brain is yeah. not built for Your that. Your brain's going to need like a decade. So before we wrap on Ravens Chiefs, there is one thing we need to address. Um, it's the man, the myth, the legend, the Lamar Jackson stopper, Daniel Sorensen. Made a, made a few big plays, but Lamar listened to this podcast because that was the most disrespectful stiff arm I've it, ever it seen. It wasn't even like a strong stiff arm. It was, yeah, like it was a literally an open ham smack to Daniel Sorensen's head. And when he did that, it was just so funny that he did that. Listen, you can... You can get lucky and beat a team twice in a year. I'll give you that. But where you lose me is Dan is beating the Lamar yeah, stopper. No, twice. that won't happen. Listen, if we see the Chiefs again, odds are they're in their favor. But until we see Sorensen, I'm feeling good. We're one and one. Uh, let's do a little underdog Thursday night football pick them. Uh, I'm not going to watch a second. Of yeah, this game. I. I don't Sorry. know how into it's it's uh Panthers versus the the Texans. Tyrod is out. It really is as brutal as it gets. But like we always do, we're going to have a people's pick 'em. And last week, as Abe guaranteed and I agreed with, we said, listen, if we don't go four and out, we're going three and one. So just take it every single way. We obviously went three and one. Uh, Sterling Shepard. I didn't realize like Daniel Jones, he's having a good year and he throws a Shepard 19 times a game. That's a miss on me. Daniel Jones is having a good year. He's having a good year. Jack, stop. Remember last year when you said, I'm telling you the giants are good. There was that. There was that. I'm not saying that they're terrible, but there was a, a brief period of time where they were playing good football and your division was so bad. Anyways, Thursday Night Football on Underdog. People's pick them. We take it for 33 bucks. It's a 10x. Wins 330. Use code Jack. Abe, first pick. Who do you got? I don't even know who this is. Dan Arnold over 22 and a half yards. He had 55 last week. Um, longest reception, 19 yards. He had two receptions for six yards the week before against the Jets. Not encouraging week one. I watched that game. Jack, they used Christian McCaffrey every single play of the game. If it was a run, Christian McCaffrey. If it was a throw, Christian McCaffrey. It was the craziest shit I've ever seen. Like, if you're going to pay a running back, you might as well run him into the dirt. Yeah, I think that is why um, those stats looked the way he did. Listen, someone actually today on ESPN, I forget who it was, compared Ben going to a new team like Sam Darnold going to the Panthers, and I just couldn't hold myself Which back from laughing. Though? Just Which thinking about though? that. The fact that Ben Simmons is being compared <laughs> to Sam Darnold. Yeah, we... um, I, just, I, just, I just think that's pretty low. I think that's pretty low against a really bad team. I don't think Christian McCaffrey will need to be run into the ground against a Houston Texans team. 
And it's just like we saw with Saquon last week. One reception can put you at 90% yeah. of the way there. So right, that's so where I see. you got Dan Arnold, not Darnold. Dan Arnold over their teammates. It's funny. Yeah, Darnold to Darnold, baby. Uh, my first pick is Davis Mills over 19 and a half completions. Do I think Davis Mills is good? No, he's garbage. But there's a good chance at home they're going to be trailing in this game. And you want to see your young – like, it's the Texans. They're not a competent organization. They're not going to protect their quarterback, keep his confidence high. They're going to fall behind, and they're going to throw a lot. And out of 32 attempts, I hope he can complete 20 of them. If he doesn't, that'll be a bummer. But I like this pick in a play-from-behind spot for Houston. Okay, don't hate it right there. My second one is David Johnson over 39 rushing and receiving. This kind of just spoke to me because you got a guy like Davis Mills who was running with the second team the entire um, training camp. He just seems like they're going to try and play a safe game and just like more of like a can't believe I'm saying this about the Texans, but like a Belichick style game, like put your quarterback in a position to make as I few literally mistakes just said as possible. They won't do that. So what are we? <laughs> I think they will. I think they will. Okay. So I think that the only way you can do that is running the ball and checking it down to your running backs. And David Johnson, keep in mind, David Johnson was traded for DeAndre Hopkins. He's David Johnson's a, a good player. player. Well, to round it out, I'm so. fading big trust. Whoop, whoop. Marky Ingram under 41 and a half rush yards. Last week I was on his under 30. Oh, a little bit of a correlated play with David Johnson and Mingram. Last week I was on the under 39 and a half. He ran for 41 yards, unfortunately. So this line inflating in an absolutely worse game script. I like the under. (laughs) We're always anti-paying running backs. But for some reason, the three-headed trio of David Johnson, Mark Ingram, and Philip Lindsay makes me want to vomit, like looking at the Houston backfield. What do they all pay to combine four million dollars? Though, like that's what you—that's what I you do. Guess, but it's that's so what bad. you do. They're so bad. All right, here we go. People's pick them. Um, bet thirty-three, win three hundred thirty. Dan Arnold over twenty-two and a half receiving yards. Davis Mills over nineteen and a half completions. Mark Ingram under forty-one and a half rush yards. David Johnson over thirty-nine and a half rush and receiving yards. Yeah, like you said, correlated play. A lot of Mills dump downs to DJ. Not a lot of runs with Ingram. Dan Arnold. 27-yard catch in the first quarter, and we're cashed out. Um, I, I'll guarantee it okay. goes three and one. You're going with the guarantee. I'm gonna. My guarantee is because we're correlating. I think we're a four and zero or a two and two. I think like this is a boomer bust play, and we gotta hit them all. So I want to catch them all. Pokemon get in the game. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. After the break, we did you just combine Pokemon and EA Sports? sports. And you said get in the game, not it's in We're the game. We're going to take a quick break. After the break, <laughs> week four preview, <laughs> and we will talk a little baseball and then hear from our guy, Eagleson. We'll be right back. All right, fam, we are back. Abe, this is not in the show notes, but I just saw ESPN Sports Center post. They're, like, they're doing their top 50 or top 100 players, whatever. Jalen Brown, 27. I saw ben it. Simmons twenty eight and Clay Thompson thirty two. And Ryan Ben's ahead of Russell Westbrook too. Would you take Russ? I'm telling you, man. I feel like he'd be an interesting fit there. 
it's similar but different. Because Russ looks at the hoop. Russell shoot Russell shoots you out of a playoff game. <laughs> ben won't shoot you out of right, the playoff right. game. You know what I'm saying? So it's like pick your poison. Yeah. I think I would rather Ben. Really? I think that's why. Ju- no. No, 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 no. But I'm just thinking no, like I think Russ is the guy. Russ for my mental sanity. For my mental sanity, it's way easier watching Ben dump it off to Joel in the post fifty times a game than it is watching Russell Westbrook shoot I elbow feel jumpers. I like the Russ hate kind of has gotten out of control. I don't hate no, Russell. No, 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 Obviously, the, I would the, take Russell the Westbrook. disrespect on like, people like us have started to talk about him like he's just a volume trash shooter. He's just not an efficient three-point shooter. But I feel like a lot of what he's had to do is try and be the scorer in as well as be the assist and rebounder. And like on a team like the Sixers, I think like we'll see it this year with the Lakers. When he's not carrying the offensive scoring load, I think he's going to be dynamite for them. Problem is LeBron's wash. All right. Uh, use use code Jack at TickPick. We're launching a group rewards program. So if you go in the app, you go under Snapback Sports. Whenever you buy tickets, it's going to help us meet a goal. And then we're going to give credit to everyone. It'll be fun. But you went to Eagles, Niners. Fans are back. I know the game wasn't great, but how, how was the link? The link was electric. From pregame vibes in the parking lot, people with their shirts off. Um, it just, fans make everything. And like I said, it's a good football team we lost to out there. We're on to Dallas. That's what's the most annoying about this whole Simmons thing. It's like it's fucking Dallas week on national and the TV. Best part is, and the only thing about Philadelphia is Ben yeah, Simmons. The best part is I don't even have Eagles Dallas in here because we get to talk about it for the Monday pod. So we don't – it's all Ben Simmons on this one. But – uh Nah, I mean, the game was electric. The stadium was packed. They gave out T-shirts, which I feel like doesn't happen at football games. Yeah. yeah when do they give out rare. T-shirts? At they normally do the towels. What's uh? So, like, when, when the Eagles... They gave out both. When the Eagles weren't scoring, are there any groans? Are there any anti-Hurts people in Philly? Or have people kind of accepted him as the... Nah, he definitely didn't play the best game. Um, There were a few... Like, we shot ourselves in the foot. Like, um. Jalen Rager caught a long touchdown um, and stepped out of bounds by an inch. And then we had fourth and goal from the one after uh, Quez Watkins' 91-yard touchdown and went four and out. And Coach Gabagool tried to pander (laughs) as much as he could and run the Philly special, which in hindsight was so freaking stupid. But had it worked... He would have a statue like right. Doug. It would be like it would be every, everyone in Phil, everyone in Philadelphia. Yeah, everyone would have everyone would have loved it. Um, but listen, this is a nobody said this team was going to win twelve or thirteen games. I said they'd win fourteen. You can't win fourteen without losing three in this league. So we're on to Dallas. Shake it off, and that's pretty All much right. it. You yeah, know, I was in the stand. Speaking of quarterbacks, though, who stink? I'm sorry, Jimmy yeah, G's he's awful. Not good. He's a like he makes Kirk Cousins look like a franchise quarterback. That's how I would compare it. Like Jimmy G is now not even game manager level. Like he would have been the reason they lost the game, and he just didn't throw like a pick six. Like that's him. Yeah, the Niners didn't do anything in that game. The Eagles just did less. Um, so I I, I kind of feel you. Lance feels like it's coming, but now they're in that weird spot where it's like they're two and up. You know, are you really gonna bench the guy? Like. And if they go six and one, are you going to bench them? They do play a tough one against the Packers Sunday Night Football. We can actually start there. Um, but it feels like if if he's bad, they get blown out. 
Rodgers, that whole whole set. All they need, I does it's regardless of the record, they could be three and one, four and one. They just need to get blown out once for Kyle Shanahan to be able to stand up and say, Trey, it's your team. Like I, I or, do think Trey has been Bears taking approach. first team's reps as come. Bears approach. It's like Dalton a tiny tweak and then the team's just, you know, we're on to the next quarter. Nagy still said when Dalton's healthy, he's gonna be the starter. Which is why Fields will go three and oh or something. Like the the Bears are going to beat the Browns this weekend. And Fields Matt Nagy will bad. have to answer. Yeah, but that's just how the league works, man. It's just like Fields will go three and oh. It'll be all the questions, and Nagy will still sit up on the podium and be like, when Dalton's ready, he's our guy. And then Dalton will be ready, and Nagy will come back and be like, you know, Justin's proved himself. Like, that's just how the, the NFL yeah. is scripted. Okay. That's it. Um, so Packers, Niners, Rodgers comes back after he looked like he was throwing week one. He's so good. Like, he's still ridiculous. Yeah. He made some throws he's that were good. ridiculous. Anyone you like in that game? You <laughs> just saw the Niners up front and center. We saw the Packers look dominant. Yeah, I think the Packers kind of hit that mojo. I mean, it's just like a burp, a bump in the road week one. Like, everyone was coming at them. And then, I mean, it was a little shaky in the first half against the Lions. Like, that defense is not that good. The offensive line is a problem. But at the end of the day, they have Aaron Rodgers. It's kind of like the situation with Russ, but just with better weapons around him and a little bit better team. It's like, okay, even if we're not necessarily the better team, which I think they are better than the Niners, like we still have Aaron Rodgers and can still blow the brakes off. you. Yeah. I would say the Niners have a better team, but the gap between Jimmy G and Rodgers, I mean, you know that on a week to week basis. Uh, Another big game in the NFC Rams Buccaneers, a B probably out with the COVID reserve list. But that just means they have Mike Evans, Gronk, uh, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller, Cam Bray. Rams are a lock. They're at home underdogs. Lock. They're the biggest, yeah, fattest it's because lock I've ever seen in my life. Brady has never played a game in Los Angeles before. Never. Brady has never played a football game in Los Angeles, California. He grew up there. Under. Und- He's never played an so NFL why does that game. Mean? He, he breaks Los- every record and sets every standard. And so you're going to say, because he's never played there, he's going to lose? Yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna, it's a feel-out game. It's like uh, LeBron gotcha. game one. I'm going to go a little more technical. The Rams defense is like perfect style to mess with Brady. Pressure Donald through the interior, hit him. Ramsey shuts down Mike Evans. So I, th- I think it's going to be – It'll be one of those where it feels low scoring, but I think the points will get there. But I like the Rams. I definitely like the Rams in that one. Lock. Yeah. Literal lock. That, that's one of those, for me, Sunday morning, like you don't know how the NFL works if you think the Bucks are winning today. Tweets. That's that's how I feel. Is this clip on Monday morning going to have Curb Your Enthusiasm music behind it as Tom Brady beats the Rams 28-3? <laughs> Maybe. Wait, I thought they played. I thought they were supposed to play the Falcons. Oh, they played them last week. Okay. Uh, The other big game in the AFC is Chiefs Chargers. Both teams, one and one. Both teams take tough losses in week two. Chargers have looked good. Chiefs, let's talk about the Chiefs for a second, unrelated to the Ravens. I posted on Monday Mailbag, I said, I think the panic level should be high for the Chiefs just because. It doesn't look like their defense is is too high quality. 
and you know the window and everything that goes along with that are you worried at all about the greatest team ever correct greatest team ever but not from a 53 man view it's the reason that they're the greatest team ever what you're saying is true the defense right now and even last year like you saw in the super bowl is as mid as it comes like they're not going to they're not going to blow they're not going to hold you to under 10 points but 19 times out of 20 in order to beat the chiefs you're going to have to score 35 points the ravens did it and that's just how it worked but that that's the only way that you can consistently beat the chiefs and there's not teams in this league that can do that on a week to week basis so that's the reason why the Chiefs are the best team ever is because what you have to do to beat them. You can score 26 points against them. No. That's not going to win you games against the Kansas City Chiefs, which against any other team in the NFL, you have a good shot to win if you score 26 so points. The weirdest thing about the Chiefs is giving them a lead is probably the smartest thing you can do. Whenever they go down, they turn... You love complacent Andy Reid. insanity, Reed. dude. Like you saw it against the Browns. Right, they go down. They score fourteen points in nine seconds, and then they go up eleven against the Ravens. They didn't score for the final twenty minutes of the game. They didn't score for a third of the game after they had put on thirty-five in the first forty minutes. It's just. But then you see in week one they scored fourteen in that's my less point. than fourteen. That's seconds. literally what I'm saying. But they were behind, and so you know Raiders fans always talk about it. like whenever they go up on the Chiefs, they know they're toast, and when they're behind, they know they have a chance. So they start running the ball. They take their foot off the gas. And their best offense is like when that guy, Patrick Mahomes, is throwing the ball. Who we're going to talk. It's not the conversation for today or even probably this season. But, like, I don't know how good this guy is. He's pretty special. But listen, listen. Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. And what Mahomes does twice a game, no one else has ever done in NFL history. I'll say that. The one throw he made back at the end zone. The throw across his body to Kelsey was ridiculous. But outside of those two throws, everyone's so fucking wide open. Like, Andy Reid is probably the best player on the entire team. It, him and Bianca, it's insane. They're always open. He just has to make the right right read. For me, the Chiefs, the way that we always talk about the Chiefs, and I'm starting to learn something about you. You need to take away credit from someone on their team and give it to somebody else from a week-to-week basis. One week, it's Andy's too complacent, and Pat Mahomes just wills no, them. No, Andy's, the next week, Andy's it's they are Tyreek and Kelsey. The next, the, next that it's, <laughs> the next, it's that Andy Reid's the best player on their team. It's like, that's how damn good they yes, are, Yes, they're all very good. All I'm saying is Mahomes isn't a god. Brady's better. Um, all right, should we talk a little baseball? I don't, really I don't have I much input to. besides I know that it's free to get into Yankees games. They're a half game back. Doesn't look like they're going to make it. The Dodgers, I'm sure, are still the best team in the entire league, even though they're second in their own division. Tatis and Machado are in a massive fight. Trout and Otani are missing the playoffs. And like a month ago, you were texting me, Red October, Phillies winning the World Series, don't let us in, blah, blah, blah. And you guys are like losing to the Orioles in four games back. Okay. Let me address the last point. One, we beat you guys last night. We lost the night before. John Means has got some good stuff. It's what you chalk that up to. Three back of Atlanta. We've got one against the Orioles tonight, three against the Pirates. Then the Braves play. One, we play the Pirates. The Braves play the Padres. 
And then we got three at the end of the year against the Braves. If you keep it between in, within one and a half, all you got to do is win the series against the Braves. That's actually We're three back wrong. right now. I, yep, that's nope, terrible. Not now. true. If you go to, yeah, yep, we lose by a half. <laughs> but you game. can't yep. lose by a half game because everyone plays one sixty two. But you guys close with the Marlins or something? Are they close with the Marlins? No, I think they closed with a game against the Rockies that was postponed. Um, but hey, man, I listen. Nothing this season, this last decade, yeah, let's, let's, let's just have make told that me that known to the people because I truthfully had no clue. The Orioles are the most abysmal team in the world, and we played in an ALCS in like 2014 and 2015. The Phillies haven't made the playoffs in a full decade. Well. If we don't make it this year, it'll be a decade. Sometimes it's not your day. Sometimes it's not your decade. That's neither here nor there. Um, listen, man, I just I I can't. I don't. I have no idea if the Phillies are going to make the playoffs just because of how inconsistent they've been. Bryce should be the MVP of this league. Bryce should also follow Ben Simmons and ask out for a trade. Yeah, um, explain. But that I'm just praying to me. Like everyone thinks he's not that good, but he's also going to win MVP. Is there just not a clear cut candidate in the NL? Tatis at the all-star break. Tatis at the all-star break was like minus, I don't know, 500 or something. Bryce has been a freaking robot since the all-star game. Every single night, it's wild. He just continues to make plays. Um, But it's funny how the MVP is so different from sport to sport. In the NBA, you have to be like the best, the new guy on the best player in this team. In the MLB, two players that don't make the playoffs might win the MVP. Otani and Bryce Harper. What's yeah? It's like it's irrelevant. Why why can't the Angels? I know Trout was hurt, but like, why do they stink? Why are they so bad? There's just so much that goes into it. They finally paid. They finally got pitching. They finally got other players to put around him. Just sucks. Like you would love to see those guys. All I know is Phillies are not. I love playoff baseball. I'm very excited. And then not watching the Yankees in my mind is a Phillies appearance. So I'm cool with that. I'm sorry that you won't be able to be a bleacher creature. You're acting you like that, it's done. But like we win one game in Boston and then we, you know, you come back. Ugh, you please come don't back say we, Jack. The, so I'll, I'll have my chicken tender bucket. If the, if the Phillies, if the Phillies and Yankees don't make the playoffs, we have to agree on a team to That's support the throughout the entire playoffs. I don't even playoffs. know who I would pick. I don't know who I'd travel for. Like, I think I would want the White I, Sox. I went to a White Sox game. They hit a walk off. It was fun. Like the best, like the best bullpen ever. It's, they're dope. I love their jerseys. Team, it's not. They're the wannabe like vibe. Ooh, we can root for the Astros. Yeah, I love a little pettiness. A, uh, do we like the Brewers at all, or they're mad boring? No, if the Phillies get in, the Brewers, will, okay, the Phillies will beat them in the first Phillies round. Don't get in. You're off the Braves. Would you be into the Brewers, the Giants? No, not the Giants because they have Gabe Kapler, your old manager, our Phillies former manager, the guy who actually tans his testicles. I can send you that article; it's pretty interesting. Apparently, there's health benefits to tanning your testicles. Interesting. Okay, Eagleson, why why don't you have? I mean, if you look at the guy, if if you look at the guy, you kind of got to believe what he says. Because his whole body's tan, or what part are you looking at? Oh, he's just a stud. Good-looking fellow, like Cliff. You don't know what Gabe Kapler looks like. How many MLB managers do you think I could pick out of a lineup? (laughs) <laughs> aren't you a sports content creator sports not testicle guy eagleson get in here um i think eagleson he's opting out of his one minute on the dolphins for this week and he's opting mm-hmm. into 
a minute on Canada. Business decision? Business decision. Because Monday yeah. is supposed to be Dolphin Day. I was giving him the chance to address Tua's broken ribs. Yeah, we don't we need we don't need to talk about the dolphins. Okay. All right. Do you want a minute? Um, do you want an open forum? Do you want a diary? What do you want? Because apparently uh, I think this is just more it. of like an open conversation type of thing. Sure. Um so a few days ago in Canada, we had a federal election for, you know, our new prime minister. Did you guys hear anything about this? Like do you have any idea this is going on at all? Oh. I don't think half the people nope. in Canada did either. So there was like no, like not no coverage, but not much at all. And like it Is wasn't. Prime Minister President. Yeah, it, it it's our president, and there was not much like news on it at all. And it just kind of happened. And everyone's like, "Oh shit!" Like we're voting today, and it was the same guy, Justin Trudeau. You guys, you guys know yeah, him, right? JT, yeah. So he, ah, d- yeah, he won for again. His third term. How, yeah, how many dynasty? Can, how many can you run? Let's start as, talking as dynasty. As many as you win. If you win, you keep going. This guy's got a yeah, dynasty. He, he actually called an early election. He was only he That's got epic. reelected in twenty. He got reelected in twenty nineteen, and then he called an early. I think one. I would call oh, it like oh, interesting. I think I would call it like so, an hour. No, Abe, it's, I think I would call it like an hour into the polls. <laughs> that would be epic. He's saying. It sounds like the prime minister can choose when to go for re-election. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's either the four years or within the four years if they want to have a re-election. Sounds they can choose strategic. To do so. But I thought you guys weren't into yeah. Trudeau after the whole COVID sitch. Uh, lots of people aren't into Trudeau. It sounds but like you're hinting that there was some sketchy stuff going on in Canada. Do you want to it was... fully open conversation this? Will you get canceled? Will the podcast get canceled? Won't no, no. Like it's I, I'm not going to say anything like too like crazy. But he had said that he didn't want to have an election during the pandemic, and he wasn't going to call one. And it's still like not the best over here. And then he then he called one just so he could win more seats, have a majority government. And it was $600 million for it. And, you know, we're like, we're not doing too well because of the pandemic. And lots of people didn't think that was a great idea. But he still he still won. So, Can I be yeah. honest? That conversation just, like, bored the <laughs> shit out of me. You're not a politics guy. Like, we you wanted to know co- about <laughs> like, the Canadian politics. It's like Tua broke his ribs. The Dolphins lost 35 nothing. And you're trying to tell me about political parties in Canada? <laughs> it's better than talking like, about the Dolphins right now. <laughs> no, nah, let's hear it. Yeah, let's hear. To let's each their give own. Us a, give us a quick minute on what you feel about their performance and your. Because the way I'm looking at it right now in the Dolphins is I'm looking at this little frame of my computer and your little curly head. I just think if we cut the sides off and made the top it a little blonde. Good. I don't know. I mean, the timing of that bet. Listen, I don't know. we know you're underage. That was bullshit. You guys peer pressured we me know. into that. I wanted to wait till after the Bills game in case something first like that off, happened. First off. Eagleson, don't say you guys. Nope, peer that's pressured. exactly what happened. To be honest, let's all let's all look at this from an outside view. Jack was the one that wanted to push it because realistically, he the knew Ravens this wanted happen. it. I just have an actual. I just have a set of nuts and was like, you know what? These are my guys, and I'm gonna run with it. The reason, the way that we should have known the Dolphins were gonna get absolutely mollywopped by the Bills is because of your reluctancy <laughs> well, to make about... that bet. Like I, not, I, I was right to be hesitant, behind. apparently. But you, you're not behind your guys. Yeah, let's hear that. Because Dean, who's our Miami beat reporter, has absolutely bailed on the Dolphins. Where where no, are you at? That... Eagleson, the Eagles, the Eagles had five. The Eagles had six games projected to win. We beat Atlanta, and I I was 
ready to go. Like that's you gotta learn. No, I gotta teach you fandom you're 101. sick, Abe. You're a sick Philly fan. I I don't know if that's what I need to be <laughs> comparing bad. myself to. That's so fair. Um, so valid. So, yeah, give, are you bailing on the boys? Or you you still think there's life? like that? That like I know it's week two, and like we shouldn't be overreacting about that. But that loss like seriously was a hard hit. Just like obviously, like getting shut out thirty-five nothing at home sucks in its own right. But Tua getting hurt and they looked terrible the whole time. It like O line sucked, defense wasn't what it was supposed your to. Your audio, your audio just cut out. All I got was Tua sucks in his own right. Yeah, is that what like, you said? Uh, it was like just depressing. It like bad loss. I have nothing good to say. Is it a bad loss though? Like, yeah. you guys aren't good and they're really good. Jack, they lost 35 But a bad loss implies that, like, they should have won the game or they should have been in it. Like, they're good and the Dolphins aren't, right? Anytime you lose 35 nil at home. It's an unprofessional performance. Yeah. Yeah, Like, you know, like, when you lose sometimes. No, you know what it is? It's it's disrespectful to the game. Yes, it is. And it wasn't even Scorigami. It's disrespectful to the game. It's just a 35-0 blanking shutout. So now that Tua is hurt for an undisclosed amount of time, like it feels like a four and thirteen type of season. I it, it like those are the vibes I'm getting too. Like this, like I don't even like. Is That's that really what that like that loss was a hard blow? It, it was just oh. Eagleson. You gotta watch Eagleson. You gotta watch Ted Lasso. I'm coming to you as your okay. as your brother. You gotta be a be a goldfish, Eagleson. Goldfish. Be a goldfish. Goldfish have the shortest. Goldfish have the shortest memory of any ma- goldfish mammals. Yeah, goldfish have the shortest memory of any creature on planet Earth. Be a goldfish. You got a twenty-four hour rule. You shake it off, and you're on to NFL mock drafts. That's <laughs> yeah, it. I think the sickening problem is that Jacoby Brissett's the quarterback, who's like not the worst backup in the league. I'll, I'll no, okay, that. but I see people on Twitter like, oh, like what if Brissett figures it out and the Dalton? Like, no. It's just not I mean, happening. You, I, for the past six months, I've been hearing, what if Tua figures it out? So, I have not, I've been right about a shit ton of things. I've been wrong about a shit ton of things. Tua, I couldn't you think have been he's more done. Right like, this is it. Mm. You can't be done you if you think, never start. <laughs> you think he's not the starter next season for the Dolphins? People are talking about, like, no. an in-season trade for Deshaun. Like, that's a real thing on yeah. Dolphins Twitter. Tua will be a perennial bounce. He'll be a perennial Teddy Bridgewater. Like he could be good on another team. He'll be I don't the know. he'll be the middleman between you losing a quarterback, wanting to try and be competitive and win eight games, kind of and then drafting your next guy. And he'll do he'll do that for four <laughs> yeah, or five teams. Yeah. No, he's Bridgewater. Is what he is. Two and zero. You want to know the best? So Dean, he hasn't been using our group chat, Abe, because I think he's really in a dark space. He might need to open up the diary, uh, but he's been sending. I'm so pissed at the Dolphins front office, the ownership, everything. They mess up every draft pick. They're terrible. They're horrible. And then like just one little nugget out of nowhere. He's like, but for whatever reason, no one will mention that Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence have thrown as many interceptions as Tua did in his entire rookie year, which is like four games. I'm like, so are you in on Tua? Are you out? He's like, I don't know, man. Like I'm just confused. It's a little, it's a little Wentz esque with yeah. me last year. You need one, you need one, um, 
boneheaded play in my case i got like 40 of them to just finally have that release and the release there's no better feeling i'd rather no i'm not (laughs) gonna say that but it there's no better feeling than just releasing your guy and just going all in on making fun of him maybe that's my way of coping but once you can accept that Tua, in fact literally can't play football it's just the rest is rainbows and butterflies, my dude. I'm just I'm 25 years old. You're 17. I've been doing this for a while. They've, they've, they've trying to help you. Just l- <laughs> finless in 25 years. Eagleson, any final thoughts? Go Jays. Yeah, I was about to say, go Blue Jays. Right? <laughs> I'm I'm a Blue Jays fan. That's Abe? it. I don't even like those other teams. Abe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, final thoughts? <laughs> no. You want me to, no, you want me to read my diary again? Uh, stay tuned. Right. Big episode this Snapback week. Snapback fam, much love. Peace. Three, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one.